So with me today is student Adam Mullins, who is the founder of the amazing student run and student led project, uh, the Student Pantry. Uh, first of all, Adam, I'm delighted to welcome you to University of Galway Sustainability Podcast, and I'm delighted you could join me here today. Uh, first of all, maybe you could tell me a little bit about what inspired you to start the Student Pantry. Um, how are you, Nila? Um, thanks for having me. Um, so when it came to starting the Student Pantry, it's kind of embarrassing to be a grown man saying this, and I say it so often because I'm so proud of it. But um, I was entirely inspired by both my mum and just my student experience. Um, I grew up in a very community-focused household with my nana being the manager of our community centre and my mum now being the manager of our community centre. And I was always involved in like community-focused um, projects that either my mum was um, heading or my nana was heading. And then um, I got as very lucky to get involved in a project she was leading, to do, very similar to what I'm doing um, starting a community pantry doing basically the same thing but just a slightly different model um, and a different focus kind of group um, and community that you're focusing on so when I moved to Galway I was like oh my god I'm in a huge city now I live in like the countryside in Donegal there must be way more food going to waste in Galway than there is where I live in Donegal so like what's happened to it so I contacted my mom and I was like yo like I loved what I got to do with you in Donegal what what would you think about the idea of me doing something similar or the same thing in Galway? And she was like, oh my God, this is a great idea. I'd love to like look into this. So luckily being um, so involved with her project already, I kind of knew exactly what I needed to do. And I just really needed mom to kind of give me the green light that, yeah, like your project's very heavily um, inspired by mine. You can do it. Um, and also like she has so many connections. Um, so I was very lucky because being a student starting a massive project like this, having the like the kickstart of my mom and being like, this is who you talk to, this is these are the people. Um, it was very smooth sailing, kind of like I got a real foot in the door to start off with. Um, so first of all, maybe before we go into it any further, can you just describe what the student pantry is for oh, someone yeah, who yeah. doesn't know? Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, um, the student pantry is a project based on redistributing waste produce. Um, basically I collect waste produce throughout the entire city of Galway from different um, supermarkets um, and then as well we also get food delivered to us directly from a warehouse in Galway that Food Cloud run and own um, and that's basically like mass produced waste so like waste before it even kind of gets to the supermarkets to go into their bins so what I do is every most nights of the week I um, drive around Galway um, in my Renault Clio and I go to the Tesco Little and Aldi and I they they set aside in their food that's going out of date soon or damaged packaging um, and then I collect it. So if it's like fridged or frozen goods, usually they'll freeze it for me so it's like extra safe. And if it's dry store, they usually just have it set off in the dry store area. Um, so it just basically means anything, even like from like a 12 pack of Coca-Cola, um, if one can busts, up until now they were just binning them all. Um, if it was like tea towels, if the packaging, the paper around it rips, they'll usually just bin the packet of tea towels, anything. It's crazy the amount of waste. So you go around to the supermarkets and you pick up the extra produce they have. And then what do you do? Um, so then, so depending on how many collections I have, I could start at like six or seven and finish at like nine, 10, sometimes close to 11. Um, I then drive back to campus. And then I spend a few hours um, doing all my food safety checks and loading up my fridges and freezers on campus and getting it all ready for the following day when I'll give out the food. 
Um, so I then come back here and just make sure everything is perfect. Say like sometimes we'll get like a hundred apples and two or three apples will be like rotten or like squished. So you bend two or three apples and then you get 97 apples. Um, so that's kind of like the the most you have to be really on the ball with that because when I collect fridge or frozen stuff, it goes into like a thermo insulated box. And when I get it back here, it has to be like, okay, once it leaves the box, it has to go in the freezer, it has to be the right temperature. Um, and all the produce has to be like up to scratch. It can't be like in any way tarnished. That sounds like a lot of work, Adam. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and I'm just curious, what were you in first year when you started this project? So I was in first year when I first approached the college about starting the project. And then I was in second semester of second year when I finally got the green light. And like the go ahead that um, the society's office were had helped me source a space and they were going to help me with a little bit of um, extra staff that they had were giving me a hand um, a few hours a week. So second year and that's a lot of work as well as your own course um, for an undergrad student. So to go to all these places, you would have had to get partners. I'm guessing the supermarkets and all the rest of it. How did you get those partners on board? Um, so very like I, I'm really spoiled when it comes to that kind of aspect of it. I'm very lucky. Um, like Food Cloud have such a great system in place when it comes to getting you connected to different um, supermarkets and different partners, um, as well as like like everyone in Galway is very sustainably focused. So as long as you like have a bit of a silver tongue, or also are just preaching like the same thing as them. It, it was very easy to get people on board. Um, it just involved a little bit of like not even negotiating, just talking and expressing that we both have the same like morals and the same goals. Let's work together. Um, so I'd be very lucky, even in terms of like with Food Cloud, we have certain times we have to go collect that, um, which really don't work with lecture times. But I'm very lucky that everyone in like, especially like the Aldi's and the Littles um, are so just whenever you can get here as long as our store is open we'll give you the food so like i'm supposed to collect aldi usually like at like two o'clock but two o'clock i always have a lecture or i'm always in the lab or i'm doing the pantry um like running the pantry on campus so they're like if you can get in here at like five to ten and we're closing at ten like that works with us because they're not having to bin the stuff and they know where it's going to and when they see me coming they're always like oh yes like straight to students like some of them have children in the college and some have relatives in the college they know that it's actually making a massive impact and that they they see it and hear about it as well. So they're really happy to work with me. Yeah, and that's interesting because, you know, we know that the cost of living has gone up massively. The cost of food has gone up massively. Do you find that there are a lot of students, you know, using the student pantry um, or has there been more demand even than you expected? Yeah, so like when I started it, I was aware of, say, like, so our what we lead with is sustainability. Like every item we get was destined to go to a landfill. Like it was it was gonna go in the general waste, it wasn't gonna go in the recycling, it wasn't gonna go in the compost bin. It was gonna do the most harm it could do as waste produce. Um so we always preach if you take two apples off me and you don't even eat them, you're gonna put them in your compost bin, you've already been a sustainable person. So if you take it and you eat one or you eat two or you eat everything you take, like that's it's just such an exponential process of you constantly having a sustainable effect on the environment. Um, so we really try and push with that. But like, I, I, you, would be, you would be so ignorant to deny the fact that it's massively affecting students in terms of their um, sustainable, sorry, their... Um, 
cost just, of living. Yeah, exactly, Sorry, yeah. yeah. Because, like, it is ridiculous at the moment. Um, even me running the pantry, I, I have access to so much of the free food, but you don't get everything you need. You're still having to buy some stuff, and whether it's veg or whether it's meat, um, it's so expensive to live. And, yeah, so many students, I've had students come to me saying that, yeah, they've been able to save to pay off um, mortgages, or not mortgages, um, debts or loans, um, say, for health, health issues or for car issues. Or students being able to say, I actually couldn't afford rent and now I can't afford rent or whatever. It is it is having a massive impact. And especially um, for non-Irish students, like some of the fees like are so crazy that to have extra expenses after your fees is just insane. So they, they really do appreciate it from both a sustainable aspect and just a financial aspect because it does have a huge effect. You're talking about queuing up for, say, an hour to a few a few hours to get the food and then you're leaving with well over 100 euros worth of groceries. That's um, amazing. So it does it does make a big difference. And and is the student pantry open every day, once a week? How often does it open? So we have alternated our opening times throughout the last two years depending on kind of my availability. Um, and when I first, oh, actually three years now, yeah, so when I first opened it, I was in second year and I was working a full-time job as a chef to pay for the pantry um, and to pay my living expenses. Um, so I was working around 40 hours a week as a chef and then doing around 40 to 50 hours a week for the pantry and then like not attending college whatsoever because it was just impossible. Um, and I had health issues in the first semester, so I was told basically that the year was a bit of a write-off in terms of getting through college. So I was like, okay, I'll just try and pass second semester and then... I'll only have to repeat one semester next year or I'll do repeat exams in the summer. And then whenever it came to semester two is when I got the green light for the pantry. So I was like, okay, I'm dropping everything because this is my baby. This is my dream. I, I, I'm willing to do whatever I have to do to get this over the line. Um, so I dropped everything with the goal of doing that. And we were opening three days a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I would collect all weekend for Monday and then I would collect Monday, Tuesday for Wednesday and I'd collect Wednesday, Thursday for Friday. Um, and then last year we did the same again and it was working perfectly. And now this year we're funded fully by the student union um, and we're also working on getting our own space on campus um, that'll really be ours and it'll be built a kind of purpose retrofit for the pantry. And in doing that, we're going to have a few more staff, a lot more staff, way more staff than just me. Um, and it'll work so much better and so much smoother. Um, so in the meantime, just so I can actually attend college and do the pants at the same time, we're only open Monday and Friday. But as of, say, mid-next semester, we're open, hoping to be open every day of the week um, or at a minimum Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's um, amazing. So are you finding it, it's, it's better for you, obviously, and better for your kind of academic course as well if you're getting more support from the university and um, from the Students' Union? Um, um, massively, like, as in it, it's night or day, the difference. Um, mom, like, mum and dad are all very community-focused and mum loves this project and she loves talking about how I'm following her footsteps and all this kind of stuff. And, like, I am. I, I would be a fool to try and run away from that. Um, but she also... And hit my, like, both my parents weren't too happy about the fact of my college grades taking a very steep decline. But they also seen what I was doing and they knew it was a good project I was leading on. Um, so for them and me, it, it's a massive relief to know that, like, the, the amount of support I'm getting now, especially like the student union, like I get paid a wage now. Initially, I was paying to do it. I was paying for all the bills, say the, the fuel expenses and stuff like that. 
um, and now I, I get paid a wage for it. So it's like I I I I, I love it. I like I'm very well looked after now. And just in terms of your course, what what course are you doing as an undergraduate student? Um, yeah, my course is very different from what I do. Um, I feel like I'm I'm really tugged in two places with where where my heart goes and where my heart also goes. Um, so I study astrophysics at the moment. Um, so it's physics with astrophysics basically is the course name. Um, it is like, I love my course. Um, ever since I was a, a child, I just loved space. Um, so I love studying what I study. Um, but yeah, it's very different from like my other passion, which is like sustainability and the environment and stuff like that. Um, so it's a lot of people are always very confused cause they're like, this is not even remotely related to what you spend most of your time doing um so it is difficult sometimes. and so what do you see for yourself in the future that is a great question and my mom and dad would love that answer as well um, as well as i probably um at the moment I'm, I'm aware that there is like a few um different lecturers and stuff in the university who are based in physics um who are really passionate about sustainability so i should probably talk to them for guidance and a bit of like this is how you could work your life um but for me like my dream is to do something like what i'm doing now like anything based in sustainability i just i like you're really positively affecting the world you can't but feel good about yourself i never feel like i work um i feel like every day i'm just having complete free time because what i do is just so fun and like you feel great after a day's work um so i i would i must try and find a way to weave astrophysics and sustainability together or just completely drop the astrophysics and go for sustainability. Yeah, I'm sure there is a way. And, you know, you're certainly addressing your SDG 2 here, which is zero hunger. Yeah. Um, and probably SDG 3 as well, which is good health and well-being. Yeah, and then we do 12.3 as well. It's like our super focused one because it's um, sustainable production and consumption or something like that. Okay, that's great. So how important is it for you that the University of Galway is kind of a leader in sustainability? Honestly, it is like it, it couldn't happen without that. Um, if you're like trying to do a project like this in the university where or in anywhere where people weren't actively also trying to follow those guidelines and to live that kind of lifestyle would be impossible. Um, so having a university that is not only saying they're backing me and saying, oh, yeah, good job, keep going. But you can see they're actively like they're they're trying their best to follow in the SDGs you, like Every few weeks you see a new thing, whether it's a new bin or a new water fountain or new signage up about waste and stuff like that. You see that there there is active change rather than just because, like, as always, like actions speak way louder than words. Um, and being told we're supporting you, we're helping you is massively different to me walking around and seeing that. Or I was having issues with, say, like getting clamped um, whilst dropping off food. Um, and I went to Kieran, the president, and I was like, I'm really struggling and I cu- I pull up and there's no parking on campus and within five minutes he had me sorted. Now I have my own parking space and it's fine. It's perfect and I'm spoiled to have my own parking space as a student. Um, but it's it's really clear that whenever I really need something or whenever there is an issue, I always have somebody there to either help me get the solution or just give me the solution. Um, so it's definitely, it's not even just that they are an SDG champion and they're, they're proud of that little label and they shove it to the side and use it when they need it. They really are backing the sustainable development goals and they're they're working towards them rather than just saying it. And it's great to have that. 
And as a student, what kind of feedback are you getting from other students about sustainability in general? So it's like it's it's a real from the feedback from students is more of like a, it's a shout that that's what they care about. And that's almost like all they care about now. Like it's it's become really apparent that for us to have a, a, a real chance at a good future, that that's something we have to take into account with every step we make. Um, because every wrong step we make is going to really negatively affect the next few years, which we're really going to have to deal with. Um, and they really, like, they're really passionate about it. And they love, especially, like, something like the pantry, they love that they're able to say, not only is this massively helping me to save money or massively helping me to have a healthier diet, but it's massively tying in with all my morals. Like, for them, it's now, like, it's a less sustainable choice for them to go to Little Rinaldi and buy the food when they can come here, not only get it for free, but know that they're stopping it from going in a bin. So it's, it, they, they really, they want everything in their life to try and tie into the sustainable, sustainable development goals. You come in the library, you'll see students with their reusable mugs for coffee or their reusable water bottles. Um, it is really becoming something that is being, inter- they're trying to intertwine and we're trying to intertwine into our, everyday lives as much as possible and just interesting on that you know on the next generation i suppose and the students who are coming or potentially might be coming to university of galway you know what would you say to them to encourage them i would just say come to galway um like my little sister um is obsessed with coming to galway now and she's like four or five years away from coming and she's she loves sustainability. She loves the project I do. She loves helping mum with her project. She loves volunteering in our community center. Um, and it's like, you'll always see students will be complaining about one thing in this college or another thing in a different college. There will always be ups and downs. There will always be exams. There will always be stress, but I love this college. I, I, I like, I feel like you really see actual care, um, especially from university staff when it comes to stuff like sustainability, which, for us, I know, from what I know, for us, it's something that we really hold strong. Um, and being able to try and be a sustainable person in a university that's trying to be a sustainable university, um, it's a lot easier, I find. Yeah, um, that's great. And just, I suppose, to wrap things up, really, it's just generally thinking about food waste. Um, and I suppose generally for everyone, not just students, but staff, um, the community, what can we do to help reduce food waste? Do you have any tips? So I, I actually, I get asked stuff like this all the time and it's really difficult to be able to say, oh, here's this one simple thing. Um, but there, there is so many little things and with sustainability, there is often um, a price tag, whether it's like the organic food is more expensive or whether it's like buying a compost bin or something like that. There's always being sustainable is not usually the easy option um and it should be the easy option we should be trying to incentivize that um which is one of the things with the pantry where i try and make it as uh, reachable as possible um but there is like little things you can do like getting compost bin super easy just trying to focus on your food waste um what i often do is i come home and i'm like okay i'm not going to the shop today what do i have in and what kind of a hodgepodge kind of mix up of a dinner can you make um, and I get that from my mom. My mom would always say that you'd sit down some days and there'd be a small pot of boiled pasta, a small pot of fried veg and a small selection of little meats that we had that were going out of date the next day. Um, it is very easy sometimes 
to make small sustainable decisions which build um and you're never going to be perfect nobody's perfect nobody like i waste food all the time sometimes i make too much dinner for myself and my girlfriend and then there's a little bit left over so i put it in the fridge to eat the next day and then i forget about it for two days and then next thing you know you've wasted some food um but there is small steps you can make and they do compound they do make a big difference in the end and you said earlier that you worked as a chef for a while so you've you've obviously got a real interest in food anyway yeah yeah, yeah. even growing up actually before whenever I was at my youngest and I was like toying with what I wanted to be when I was a big boy I was either going to be a chef like Jimmy Oliver or an astronaut and that was it there was no in between and mom and dad were like these are really different things you know and I was like yeah but Jamie Oliver and the food is so delicious and like space and astronaut like they're the best things and I don't know how I've managed to somehow end up doing both similar things at the same time and you have I was going to say you have kind of managed to weave them in together in a way Um, and I suppose the other thing is just do you think you know in terms of students is it quite helpful to know how to cook properly to prevent food waste and I'm going to be honest it, it is such a massive asset and I'm so lucky that like all my chef training I got was from my dad basically my dad is such a great cook um and then working my community center they needed a cook and then a few different people and I was like listen I love cooking I'm happy to cook so I started being cooked there and then I got myself a job here as a chef so being like having that kind of culinary knowledge of sweet and savory and these things mix well and these things don't mix well it is it's been a massive asset for me as a student and that's something where I do want to tie into the pantry um, the goal is to have a whole educational process around it, around both food waste and food usage, because like knowing how to eat seasonally and how to season what you're eating. So like eating what's in season this like now, but also to make it taste nice, because sometimes as a student, you can just have like just like boiled broccoli and that's not great. You're better off steaming it one and two, like you just don't know what you're doing and it ends up very bland and you can like not enjoy what you're eating. Um so having that background has been an absolute asset, especially when it comes to giving out the food, because sometimes you'll be giving out food to people and they have no idea what it is. So you can explain to them and like come up with your own recipe on the spot. Um, there's been one or two times we get an item and it's from like a different country and I've had no idea what it is. And I've had to like look up on my phone, okay, watch a quick YouTube video on a recipe to get an idea of how they use it and then explain to say Irish people okay you're obviously not going to make this random dish that involves you buying 20 other ingredients but you can use it as a substitute for rice or for potatoes or something like that um so having that culinary knowledge has been been a massive asset and that's something I'm slowly trying to tie into the student pantry and that was my next question what is your vision now for the student pantry going forward so the end goal and I've been saying this since I started is basically there will there will be one in every university in Ireland. That is the goal. Um, there should be one because every university in Ireland is typically in a place where there's a lot of food waste, whether it's on campus or in that city or in the like local area. Um, so that's my next goal is to start developing ones in different universities once this one is perfectly done and I can step away from it. Um, other than that, there is a whole lot of development around that I'm trying to do in terms of developing like a a platform, a a situation where students have all that they need, whether it's they're getting their food, they have recipes for the food, and they have education around the food that they're receiving, Um, whether it's education around the food waste occurring that they're preventing, um, or education on healthy meals and stuff like that. Because when you're doing a a reward-worthy process, like 
being a sustainable advocate and preventing food waste, you should get some sort of a, oh, here's a video on like the positive impact you've been having, or here are stats on how much food you've redistributed from going into bins personally. Um, so there is a, a big end goal, which I don't know if it's ever going to be reachable, but for me, I like to say it's definitely going to happen. And that's my goal is to get one in every university. Oh, I can believe it's going to happen. <laughs> you are certainly a very driven man. Um, so Adam Mullins, founder of the Student Pantry. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us on University of Galway's Sustainability Podcast. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me.